rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. It is Tuesday, the 1st. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. I'm not going to sing bomb for y'all. The time is now 8.13 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are proud to be joined by Mr. Andre Pearson of On Us. Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning. Thank all you, right, thank all you. right, all right. Live claps for you, live you're claps. Kind, you're too kind, you <laughs> Want to say good morning to my co-host, Christine. Good morning. JV with the visual hunter behind the mic and shout out to our sister natalie also in the house today with us uh so we got the news and weather for you guys um the first friday is coming up this week a lot going on uh burger dog chips will be hot on your plate brought to us um with talented tents and simply destiny so uh, you can get your pre-orders and we'll hit you up with more information about that uh so here's the weather for today the high will be about 74 degrees, and it looks like a great chance of rain. I like that. I love it because I'll be interning. I'll be in the office, and it'll be rainy and stormy, and the rest of y'all will be outside. Ha, ha, ha. Tomorrow will be 84 degrees. Thursday will be 85 degrees. And Friday looks to be a nice, sunshiny day with bright sunshine and no clouds and 78 degrees. All right. Now, a lot of news to talk about. First Fridays is back again once again. Um downtown with art music and more at a dozen venues uh goldfish cafe will pop up with the mobile cafe from 5 to 9 p.m at wickwood house 14 west downer place uh the pay what you can cafe offer will take salads and mint lemonade with proceeds going towards the purchase of a fruit truck wickwood house will have a musician matthew ripsch from 6 to 8 p.m and Aurora Tap House next door to us at 132 West Downer Place will feature Shelly Monahan Designs from 6 to 9 p.m. You can also get the sunshine when you walk into uh, Aurora Tap House. Shout out to them. They used to be called The Web. Visual Arts celebrates their second annual photography exhibition from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton Street. Shout out to our friends at Visual Arts. Uh, they also just read the, excuse me, they also did the uh, last uh, gallery, which was Beyond the Walls. And that was at Gallery 1904 as well. So shout out to Visual Arts. Aurora Public Library will have the Aurora Art League member show, a virtual gallery exhibit from 6 to 6.30 p.m. on the library's Facebook page. They're still doing live stuff. I don't think they're open, uh, and that sucks because I want to go back and read books. And Gary Brown, shout-out to Gary Brown. Gary Brown Art Studio at 7 South Broadway will debut acrylic artist Karen Dulce from 6 to 9 p.m. Damn, say that seven times fast, right? A debut. I can't even say it. Ah, I messed up my own thing on the mic. Now, I want to say shout-out to our friends at uh, Crystal House, located at 59 South LaSalle Street. Uh, Crystal House has a wonderful collection called the Aurora Collection, engraved uh, candy dishes, glassware, beer mugs, things like that. Stop on over to Crystal House, 59 South LaSalle Street, between the hours of 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Wear your mask and go in there and be wowed. The Cotton Seed Creative Exchange, shout-out Yvonne. 
at 8 North Broadway will be open from 6 to 9 p.m. this first Friday with free Baminda coffee and the release of photographer Ivan Cormona's Closer to the Lung Coffee Table book. That's the book that was debuted in our interview yesterday with um, Chad at Treadwell. And we were live yesterday, so you might have saw your boy and your girl sitting up in there with the fly coffee and all that. It was really hot, really hot. All spoke up. 14 West Downer Place, Suite 10, will celebrate their grand reopening from 6 to 10 p.m. They recently moved one door east. We were in there live, too. They saw that. Um, John Schratz, shout out. And last but certainly, certainly not least, Society 57 at 100 South River Street will premiere a new specialty drink from 6 to 9 p.m. All right, and that's the news and the weather on Good Morning Aurora. Oh, wanted to say that for a while now. That sounded really official. Really official. All right. And without further delay, we are going to get into our interview with Mr. Pearson. Mr. Pearson, how are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling all right. All right. Good, good, good. Feeling all right. All right. So we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about On Us as an organization and talk about um, everything in Aurora, what's going on, and what you guys got coming. Uh, so first things first, let the audience know who you are and where you're from. Okay. I'm Andre Pearson. I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. All right. You know, whole family from Brooklyn. Okay. Sometimes you'll be able to hear why I'm talking when I get excited. I might, <laughs> I might go Yonkers. But uh, by way of Chicago, been in Aurora about, call it 25, 30 years plus. I've been out here for a long time. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, what was it like moving from, Bo well, what's Boston like? as a pair, Well, as I was real here? small. Okay. So I, I can't really, I don't have any comparisons really. Okay, yeah. have you been back there since? In no, between? I haven't had opportunity. So left back. and okay, say goodbye to it. Yeah, All yeah. Right. I would have never left if you know I had my own set of keys or something. But I was only, <laughs> I was like three years old. Right. Yeah. Um, growing up, what impact did your mom have in your life? Well, I didn't have a dad until I was like I just met him when I was like thirty three. Mm -hmm. You know, the Jesus syndrome age. You know. Right. And uh, she had I, that was the only impact I had as far as family was concerned. She was it. Uh, when you say it, what's it? Well, I got a little phrase I use uh, when I'm making decisions on whether or not I'm going to do something good or bad. I always say, well, I'm my mother's son, and that's what determines my action. Hmm. You know. Um, was she a strong woman? Strong woman. Uh, beautiful woman. Real good mother. Yeah. She used to do a lot of uh, community work. She never really got any recognition for it, but like people that used to sleep outside and stuff on people's properties, they would always call her to come get them. And when I was little coming in the house, it was always people strewn about. Right. She always helped people. So. Are there moms like that still? Yeah. There there's still moms like that. But they're old now. Right. You know. But I think of uh, I think of that kind of community house thing as well. I think of like my auntie's house, with, you know, on the west side. You know, yeah. she would, she was one of those people who would not do the normal security thing. The door would be unlocked. So if somebody needed yeah. to come in at night, whatever the case may be, get them a little plate or something like that before they left. And remember, every other member of my family was like, why are you leaving your door unlocked on Maypole? You know, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, they didn't see it the way that she saw it. Yeah. You know, and people respected that. Nobody stole none out of that house for years. And I think that moms, especially women, have a huge role to play. And that's kind of the essence of that question when we ask that. The role to play? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Uh, it's different nowadays. You know, 
women have to be independent a little bit more. Right. You know, traditionally men would provide. So women would be around to nurture and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, we seem to be lacking as men in our responsibilities. So women now have to go to work and do be a father and mm-hmm. you know, do all that type of stuff. So really don't I don't see them really having the opportunity to have that old tradition still. Right. You know. Did your mom work outside the home? Yeah, she worked outside the home. You know, she worked part time at a little mom and pop's joint, you know, Store. twice a week for four hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. how many brothers and sisters? Brothers and sisters. I got three I got two brothers and one sister. Yeah. I got an older brother, a little brother. He just got his doctorate in law. He lives in Louisiana. My older brother, he's a manager at some chain of restaurants. And then my little sister, she's uh she's around. Tell us about On Us. On Us, it's uh, really a community project. Well, I, I can say unity project because uh, I want to bring people together. You know, it's just whatever we can do to establish a, a platform for dialogue, negative dialogue, positive dialogue, just dialogue. You know, <clears throat> I want to do it. So that's what it is. But to be honest, whatever circumstance goes on, it's on us to fix it. It's on us to mess it up. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a duty, a responsibility. And uh, it's on us to perform that thing as men. You know, not to sound sexist or anything, but I think the women are already doing a good job. We we kind of, you know, as a whole, percentage-wise, we. Mm-hmm. So it's on us to get this thing back together. What inspired you to create this? I'm my mother's son, you know. I have to, actually, there was a circumstance, uh, a friend of mine, it's kind of a touchy subject, uh, Brother Wynton Johnson, shout out to Brother Wynton Johnson. Uh, <laughs> a friend, a close friend of his had passed away, and uh, I considered him uh, Brother Wynton Johnson. I considered him my spiritual leader at the time, you know, and uh, he was going through it. He wasn't thinking about spirit at all. And he called me, and I was like, uh, there's something I got to do. Because he wanted to go back into whatever he used to do, whatever. And so I was like, that's something I got to do. And then people started saying stuff like, uh, what are we going to do about these shorties out here killing each other? And all? And then I, it's, it, to me, it's a learned behavior. So we have to have another behavior as a reference. And so I was like, well, it's on us to do it. It's on us to be a, lear- a new learned behavior. Behavior. So I was like, "All we got to be seen together. We got to take this thing from the backyard to the front yard. You know, it's just barbecue. Right. But we're not being seen together. So I figured out a way that we can be seen together. And then people started seeing us together. And that should be the new learned behavior, seeing people going around, giving stuff away, and arguing over a book or, you know, a cup of coffee or whatever, or a burger or a dog or chips or whatever, you know. Right. And then the resolution that always comes behind it needs to be seen, too. And it's okay. always over dialogue. One thing I do want to add, because you guys invited me to one of these events, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not just barbecue. <laughs> it is so much more. Yeah, yeah, it ended up becoming way bigger than I had imagined. I heard. I saw you, oh. that, I saw you later on that day. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. People come now just for the dialogue. 
you know the energy's good it's a it's an environment where you can be wrong you know you're allowed to make a mistake but people are afraid to do things because they're afraid of the judgment that comes from making a mistake like uh when we were younger we'd get you know we'd have some medical issue mm-hmm. dealing with some woman or whatever mm-hmm. and we wouldn't go to the doctor because we'd have to express our vulnerability we have to express our mistakes or our ailments and mm-hmm. so we'll just sit there and burn you know right yeah that's how men were responding to adversity and challenges and stuff like that but this platform here you can say what you want to be who you are and it's refreshing for men not just that the right. children is there to watch and see so on us is an acronym what's the uh what's it uh, spell out what's it mean it means our neighbors united and strong Oh, our neighbors united and strong. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like yeah, that. we got a the the idea is to put the meaning of neighbor back in the neighborhood. You know, I mean, we got in hood. The neighbors missing. Most of the time, people have an idea of what they think their neighbors are, or what they wish their neighbors would be. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that typical way of thinking? that needs to be redone to well I don't think it's nothing wrong with that way of thinking it's a learned behavior you know it's a stigma you know uh, lock your doors or um, don't talk to them and we used to be outside all the time mm-hmm. you know and get to know each other but it's come to the point where everybody's trying to keep what they have right? they don't want anybody bothering them and I don't think it's a, a wrong way of thinking I just think that there has to be another example of how to communicate with people, you know. And it comes usually, well, it starts with me. If, if I'm going to do something, I, if I want something done, I have to do it. If I don't like a police officer, I should be the police officer. You know what I mean? That way, if I don't like who's in the uniform, I should be in it. And yeah, that's something that we had, uh, talked about with, with uh, Will Powell, mm-hmm. the first African-American police chief out here in Aurora. We mm-hmm. had, he had mentioned that same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you don't like this... The best way to change a system is to get inside of a system and change it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So what I did was uh, I admitted my wrongs, you know, in front of people. And I'm, I'm the type of person, I, I don't like embarrassment. And my mistakes are embarrassing. Well, to me, you know. I heard the food was a little bit burnt. Was that the right? Yeah. <laughs> it was no, not me. Like, <laughs> that was not me, no. no. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I doubt it. I'm the one that makes it. <laughs> but uh yeah so i i admit some stuff and, and then other people start to feel uh like they can too you know and that's always a good thing but i think it starts with me what is the uh what's the what's the key metric of embarrassment that's hard for people to well that's science express. it's a chemical it can't be that it can't be that scientific i'd be emotional right? you know how well that's chemical well, well, I want to go into the science of it, but I think that it's just uncomfortability. You know, like um, maybe I want to just sit around the house all day and play video games. You know, that's comfortable if that's what I want to do. But if I have to go apply for a job, that's not as comfortable. And so I won't do it because of the fear of the rejection or the something. It's going to be something that's that's going to hinder me. You know, being able to, I may not be that social. You know, my communication skills may be too prehistoric, you know. 
and it all depends on the person, you know. But we all face me. I I do not. I'm afraid of a lot of things. Like what? Failure. I'm afraid of success. You know, sometimes I self sabotage. Like I think, what am I gonna do if I get what I want? Where do I go from there? As, as opposed to taking a chance on doing it and then realize there's another level after that. But that's just something I have to learn about myself, you know. But I'm a competitor, so me and Fear, I'm, I don't mind getting into it with him. <laughs> you know, I conquer that thing. Seems like uh, something that's very, multi, you know, that, that's a good positive thing to cancel the fear, to have that motivation to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, the fear is going to be there. It's a right. normal human response to the reaction to or the maintenance of it, mm-hmm. you know, not allowing it to cause you anger or trigger some other thing, right? you know, because people argue, like, even in good environments, I've seen people argue about not getting enough attention, not knowing that they wanted some attention. Right. And I'm talking 40-year-old or better people. I'm saying that people that hasn't responded to themselves yet. So our platform allows you to. So these are the type of dialogues we have. First, I have to say that I'm afraid of fear. Then somebody else would be like me too. You know, One guy heard us talking. He said, well, he told me I can mention his name. His name's Kevin. He lives on Downer, right next to the church that we, uh, our Savior Lutheran right there on 420 side. West Downer. Yeah, he lives next door. And he said... Uh, He's been living there five years and hasn't met any of his neighbors until that day. And the kids were around him, jumping all over him, climbing on him, and they just called him neighbor, 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 neighbor. They never called him Kevin. You know, and he had a, a issue where he was feeling a little bit, well, quite a bit of depression. Because I seen his house, I was like, man, I want the house. He was like, you don't want my life. Is it on the right side of the church if you in front of it it's on the left that not that big castle okay the other little castle okay oh this the little castle yeah yeah red one right and so uh he said if we weren't there he probably would have uh you know acted out sort of extreme so hearing that type of stuff is motivating but he was allowed to say it he probably hadn't had a platform or a community to where he can say that kind of stuff yeah, and it's just like you'd mentioned those two things or whatever. I think we're all afraid of something. And what you're doing is using that more to create a positive, Yep, which, which is always important. Um, so what was it like growing up in Aurora? We got the Aurora now everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up in Aurora, um, you know, years ago for you? Well, I, I grew up in the 90s in Aurora. And in the 90s, it was violent. It was no different than now. I'm just more mature, you know. It's still the same acting out, you know. No, no. It's really I don't know. Yeah, but it was violent. It was violent. It was the times I was making all my mistakes. Like what? What was the greatest mistake you made at that time? The greatest mistake I made was leaving, going to prison, and leaving my daughter out here. That was my biggest mistake. In retrospect, when we look back at some mistakes, you know, I use myself as an example in this conversation. When we look back at some mistakes, kind of goes into two paths. And people have asked me, would you uh, have had the mistake remain, having made it, and then gaining the, the knowledge since? Or if there was a 
rewind erase button for that mistake would you push that what would be your answer I wouldn't I probably would erase it because I'm going to be the same way anyway you know as far as wisdom goes and um you know, comprehension and things like that, good at math and all that, that stuff's going to be there. So I'm, I'm going to make a way anyway. Plus, I was a star athlete. You know, I just made some mistakes. So what if I if I didn't make those mistakes, I still would be those same things except at a different level. You know, because right. I had my personality and character when I was real little. Maybe I was five years old, I think. Uh, the time is now 8.33 a.m., and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second-largest city's first daily news podcast. We're glad to be joined by Mr. Andre Pearson of On Us. Um, so going back to the Aurora of then and what it is now, um, did you think that you'd see so many changes? No, I don't. Well, not culturally. It's still the same stuff, you know. We don't, you know. What do you mean by culturally different? Like um, poor and rich and mm-hmm. the middle. You know? The haves and have-nots and, and all that. And right. whoever's trying to do a little something. But right. That's still there. And and the same suffering is still there in each category. Right. You know, it may be a little different because of the clothes have changed and now the social media is a little different. But still psychologically, it's the same. You people, some people can't rent properties uh, or stuff because of stuff. Those same people can't now to this day. Right. Or some people have gotten more successful that was able to back then, but now they're suffering from some type of substance abuse. So it's still all the same stuff is still there, you know. I mean, people still walk around holding their girlfriend's hands. They was doing it back then. They're doing it still now. They, you know. I mean, Aurora changed a little bit structurally as far as buildings and stuff like that and parks and different things, but it's still the same. I mean, COVID kind of changed the social issue a little bit, but... A little bit? What do you mean? For most people, it would seem like a lot of bit. Well, people were already online anyway. People weren't really, like today, people aren't really together as much. Oh, I see. COVID really didn't have that much to do with the separation. Kind of made it stronger it and made it more acceptable to go online <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. okay to be on your phone i'm gonna just holler at you on zoom right. at yeah. two at tomorrow mm-hmm. at two o'clock i'll holler at you right yeah but you know i'm generalizing a lot of stuff too you know i know you know what your question is i mean you know the feedback that would be uh personal but you ain't finna have me up in here crying like you over rent for somebody oh no you ain't gotta it's it'll be what it'll be okay right all right you know Oprah, shout out though. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. How do you think the Black Lives Matter movement has changed things? Is it friend for the better? Well, I don't see any of them. That they're not in our they're not in our they I don't see any well, I've seen a few shirts or whatever. I don't know if it's a, a membership or something you gotta join them or, <laughs> or what. You know what I mean? I don't know I really don't know that much about them because they they don't they're not really around here because to be honest with you Ever since we've been giving these burgers and dogs and chip, just chip, ever since we've been doing that, things have slowed down a little bit as far as the need for aggressive protests. And I'm not saying Black Lives Matter are aggressive, mm-hmm. they're, they're aggressive with their protests, but uh, we're doing a great job down here in the grassroots just being neighbors. 
and other neighborhoods are noticing. And we don't always see famous organizations, uh, esteemed organizations down here in the grass. So it's hard for me to really pay that much attention to them when I got a two African people, immigrants, uh, that don't have anything to eat. I can't really pay that much attention to You know, I got to figure out a way to get these guys some stuff. That's why uh, I appreciate the Interfaith Food Pantry. They give us a lot of stuff to give away. Shout out to the Food Pantry. Jericho Road, right next to the uh, Amvets Post. Shout out. Yeah. But that's what our next move is. We're going to go, well, I'm a carpenter. So what I do is, what I'm doing is I'm building pantries, stationary pantries. And I'm putting them in all the wards uh, in Aurora. But I'm going to Roseland today and putting one out there. And I'm filling it up with food so people can just get it whenever they, it's always going to be there, you know. Right. The outside mm-hmm. pantries. You had mentioned that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 I'm the one that's building them. Very cool. Shout out to the builders. Nice. Um, this show was created to highlight many things, one of which was social justice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in America, who I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. believe that everything is fine. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no discrimination. There's no. Are you saying that there's systematic this and there's none of that? People who say that. What do they and others not know about the system? They haven't been in it. For anybody to say that there isn't a a such thing as a social injustice or systematic, okay, I'm going to be nice. They haven't been there. They haven't seen it. I have. I've seen it, you know, and it is. It exists. Now, that don't mean the whole, the people, the employees, people go to work and they do the jobs. Some people go above and beyond. Some people don't work at all but just be there. So it's not necessarily the system. If you experience a thing and you don't like that experience, you can change that experience. Fear may make you not want to, you know. So if someone says that there, there's no such thing as uh, right and wrong, then they must never have been wrong before. If they're thinking everything's right, it's impossible for someone to experience. Uh, I can't be white. I can act like it. I can sound like it. I can do the things white people do. I'm never going to be white, though. You know, so someone that's white, they'll never be black. I'll never know the white experience, the privilege. You know, I can act like it. When I see the police, they wave at me because they just had burgers. All right. <laughs> you know, but I'm still not privileged i can still get pulled over i can still i'm not saying the white people can't but, I'm, but you know what i mean i know i know exactly what you mean i'm sure everybody does stereotype but, but if there is a problem at all anywhere fix it you have to fix it you may not know how but i know if we get together and put our minds together we get somewhere a form a platform where we can talk about stuff i bet you we can do something one thing right but if we just sitting around upset about things or even if we think we're right like this there's no racial issue there's no such thing what is people talking about even that's anger right you're so frustrated about being right i got a little philosophy i use it's uh easier to let someone be wrong than it is to correct them you know what i mean 
Say that again. It's easier to let someone be wrong than it is to correct them. I had a guy was arguing with me about uh, Michael Jordan's scoring records or something. And I had told him what it was, and he was like, no, it ain't. No, I, I was like, okay. Now I'm one of those, oh, you're right, you're right. You know that attitude when you're right. trying to, you know, that has something just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just not that kind of way. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. Let me go check on it. Right. And now that's it. What, five seconds? Otherwise, we end up enemies for years over this. It's just that easy. Let someone be wrong. You got to go around correcting everybody. Shorty's running around here. Well, Shorty's is a reference to younger kids uh, in the urban communities. Um, they, you know, they're running around doing stuff, and everybody's talking about, oh, what are we going to do about them? All we got to do is be together. Leave them alone. Let's be together. Then they'll see us together, and then they'll be together. Yeah, I saw you guys on Downer. Mm-hmm. Then I started seeing everybody else posting y'all on Downer. Mm-hmm. And then on one particular day, I think it was a Sunday, I was at the crib chilling. It was after you and I, had, uh, Natalie and I had texted uh, about something, and I was jumped back on the Facebook, right? And I'm looking at all these different organizations posting y'all mm-hmm. on Downer. So I'm thinking to myself, that's a lot of positive, like Colin Powell said, positivity is a force multiplier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People were doubling down on the good. To your point about the um, about Black Lives Matter, though, you're right. There's no need for marching and all that. If people are cool, they coming out, they having a good time, we all we all fellowship and, you know, politic and there's no need for that. Mm-hmm. So I know what you meant when you said there's no need for the aggressive, pro, you know, it's mm-hmm. not to say that's aggressive, but there's no need for the, the in your face yeah. ism and we're going to shut down the freeway and all that. There's no need for that. If people are coming together, just chopping it, mm-hmm. taking part in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's already happening on its own. Yeah. Bringing to, people together, coming together as a community mm-hmm. with, with food, which everybody needs. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter what color you are. Everybody needs you know, especially with the unemployment like it mm-hmm. is and and things of that nature, you know. But um yeah, that's my thing. I'm really proud of it, you know. I know you're proud of it. Yeah, I'm proud. That day I was that day was hot as hell and I was drinking that Gatorade and I met you outside and we were talking about it. I could tell you was proud of it. Yeah. I could tell you was proud. When I seen you hauling the when you guys were moving in. Mm-hmm. When I seen y'all hauling the stuff down, you know, it was immediately like, yo, we went on us. Like what's on like yeah, it's our neighbors. It's it's just it's simple. Our neighbors united and strong. You know? And I answer because a lot of people, man, if you hear some stories, man. A lot of people ain't they, they could be strong, but it's something in the way. Like you know, what? It's usually something personal. Something psychological. You know, there's people that's been working a job thirty years and now they got laid off, they can't afford their houses. Now they are with signs. Right. They haven't experienced anything like that. No contingency. Had no idea that this would happen. And they come by. Right. And they talk about that stuff, and they feel empowered and motivated. Remember the lady that cried? She was living in her car. She was embarrassed for asking for the food, free food. Right. Never been there before. Never saw it. and Didn't think she'd get there. Yeah. You mentioned the house that's on Downer next to where you guys have been at the Mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. Now, I've been seeing that house... For years, it's a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, in my daydreams, 
sitting back. Yeah. I'm trying to pull into something like that. Yeah. Come to find out the man who lives there. Don't want it. Or the life that allowed him to have it. But I want it, though. It's amazing how that is, right? Yeah. It is. That's crazy. He told me, come on in. I went in there. Oh, man. Yes, but it's, there's something else. And that's the thing, especially when it comes to men. There is something else going on inside men's heads. It could be, it's always going to be an issue that's keeping us from wanting to be around each other. We've, I'm from a culture, well, man, we don't pat each other on the back. We try and figure out a way to become the other person. Undermining, backbiting, cutthroat, different stuff like that. That stuff's gone now. You know, it's to the point where we don't have to weed out bad things anymore. Those things just can't join with, it's like magnets, you know. The, the sides just don't get a, you know, there's no effort. With the younger generation, they make it their responsibility to remove whatever other person is bothering them or, you know. We don't have to do that anymore. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What changes do you think the younger generation face now or what issues? What's the difference between the kids of today as opposed to like when you were kids? What things need to happen? They don't have, I don't think, well, the kids said today, I don't think they have um, men in their lives. When I was growing up, we didn't either. But um, that's because they were gone. They Prison had took all the men. And today, the men are there. They're just not going by there. You know, they just they just won't show up. All they got to do is go by, be be around them. You know, not for everybody. I'm talking, you know, mathematically percentages. That we're here, you know, and then we got to have somebody remind us. How's your um, daughter? Oh man, I'm gonna ask you every time I see you. You know, accountability. Yeah. You know, that's my, that's the, I think the men's role in children's lives are important as far as um, being there with them. You know, and I think that, um, well, me personally, I used to tr avoid going to see my children when I didn't have enough money. Or I couldn't bring them stuff and all of that stuff. Then they got old enough to tell me I don't care. All right. So now I'm telling people. They just want your time. They don't care. Be present. Phone calls. Uh, they got all type of stuff. Nah, we didn't have Skypes and uh, Face Space. What is it called? Uh, <laughs> space time. Yeah, I'm not that good with the social media. No, nah, no, nah, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm damn. Near, I'm about to download that app, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it's 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 coming along, man. It's coming along because the children are hearing their parents together. I'm talking all gangs too. Right. Gangs and cops. Cops, police officers out of their uniforms with their children, with all the gangs, eating a burger and a hot dog and a chip. They tried to call the police on us one time, said we was over there selling drugs and gang banging. And, well, this is what a pastor called me and told me. Right, pastor, right, uh, right. Pastor De uh, David Nelson. On he said, uh, so I told him, just call the police on him. He said, I can't. They're over there shaking hands and eating with him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, so you must, must not be uh, telling the truth. Right. Right. But that's how it's going. You know, that positive. Uh, I, 
that told Natalie about it for the average listener. That's why I'm asking the questions that I'm I'm specifically asking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it makes me happy to see brothers doing something with other brothers and making it happen and out there with the food and everything, doing that community aspect. What I care the most about is that brothers get and see that aspect being young mm-hmm. and can avoid going to the joint and getting locked up. Yep. Had that whole block just not even be there. Uh, we had the sheriff of Kane County on, right? Mm-hmm. We had a good conversation with him, and even before George Floyd and all that, like they had put a, a screen printing machine, um, you know, so they got one on the deck, as they say, you know what I'm saying? So y'all could just do your shirts right there. And because of stuff like that, like assaults on staff and all that kind of stuff was down like 35%. Hmm. My thing is, Lord have mercy. If brothers wouldn't have to get locked up to go figure out that they could start something. If they could just, right? If they could just have that whole experience. Yes, brothers do come out and do good things for the community. But if they could have that whole little slice of the pie, not even be there to eat and taste on the way up, that'd go a good way. And that's why I like what you and Talented 10th is doing. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many people who unfortunately may get hit and hit the system. And yet that negativity stays with them more than any positivity that could possibly happen. And that breaks the shit out of my heart. Yeah. Yeah, we got a um, something that we're trying to do, that we're going um, to do, slow down the recidivism situation. You know? Right. And um, it's, it's like the trades, um, electricians and stuff like that, carpenters, no one's taking those trades anymore. Everybody's figuring they got to go to school, college, this, that, and the other, and get a degree, and then they go off into business, and that's not necessarily true. There's other options. Right. So I teach carpentry, and I want to teach it to people before they go. And that's the plan. That's why I'm, these pantries that, we're built, that, I'm, that I'm building, I'm going to have children doing it, adolescents doing it, you know, because people are going to be coming around now, and then I'm going to be giving them time to come Help me build one of these. Put your name on it. Right. Have some pride in your community in your area. You know, your, there you that, go. I, I don't, I'm not going to say to them that it's to stop recidivism from being a word. You know, because usually when you come out of jail, a revolving situation. No, I'm going to do it to where it don't exist anymore. Right. Uh, and then you know it, it breaks down the the institution of what right. you was talking about. Right. Earlier. Exactly. And and I think that. Well, I'm gonna talk to. Well, I, yeah, that's a few people I'm gonna talk to, man. And uh, you want to give them a shout out now? You can. Yeah, shout out to Sherman Jenkins for uh, paving the way. There you go. Yeah, we he didn't got many a shout hey, out. Sherman. To, yeah, yeah. I, I know the brothers' ears. <laughs> I know the brothers' ears have been burning on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, Sherman Jenkins. Shout out Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce. You know what mm-hmm. it is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that he uh, he's uh, he's with it. He's back. You yeah, know, he's with it. You know, he ain't the only one. It's a lot of people, man, because it's, I mean, imagine that, man. Burgers, dogs, and chips is to the point where we could be in a position to stop recidivism on both ends. And this is just me. Feeling it. Imagine if we get got to, well, not just me, totally. A whole bunch of volunteers. I can name them all off. 
I'm gonna have to give him a call probably. Can't mention all you guys right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's that's impactful, you know. Yeah, now, I'm feeling it, man. I mean, I, I am. Uh, stopping recidivism is is very important because it's too many brothers. I mean, I read the, I mean, I read these police and these brothers, 21 yeah. years old. Not just them. Well, you, everybody of, of course, too. of course. Like I'm talking, right. like you know, it's everybody. I see them usually. Well. This past week, I haven't been doing it, but I normally walk around. I get up in the morning. I walk around. I help people cross the street. I talk to the people that's been sleeping outside. I wake the ones up that's, I know, may get the police called on them at the church. This is what I do, hidden, you know, and they remember. You know, what one guy, he went and got a haircut after I talked to him, you know, mm-hmm. just being there for people, you know. Um how can the community be there for you? Donations. Okay. Specifics? No, there's no specific donation except um, it would have to be donated to Talent Intent because they are my sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to donate to On Us, you donate to Talent Intent, social services, and we will give you the information so that you'll be able to donate. I wasn't really prepared for that question. See, but, uh, <laughs> but that's how it's gonna go because well, I'm just, still in my infancy. Yeah, yeah. No, you just said too that you don't like ask people don't like asking for help. Nobody likes to ask. Yeah, that's for why help. I threw it over there to her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the donate your, your the biggest contribution. Well, you know, of course, the stuff's not free. But uh, me personally, the biggest contribution is um, is to be around. To stop by. To stop by. I agree. You do you know, have to experience we need it to, to be drive by and yeah. We need to be seen together. Mm-hmm. We do. You know? And I don't mean we, we pop up too now. We take that grill anywhere. You know, We take the pantry food anywhere. We take whatever. What, what, if we got it, we bringing it. So Yorkville, I used to live in Yorkville, over in Autumn Creek, you know, wherever. I, we'll come because this ain't the only place that needs us. You know. Um, what y'all got going on in Roseland? today shout out to the hundreds what y'all got going on out there yeah we're going to um present the first outdoor pantry all right i, I think that deserves a, a round of applause right there yeah, we're, I gonna, do too. we're gonna do that we're gonna do that yeah. it's a milestone yeah feeling you know, that it's people that really can't travel you know it's, it's the weather's gonna break and the barbecue may slow down a little bit right so people may need to go and just get them some stuff some non-perishables out the the uh the pantherhood, the neighborhood box, the neighbor box, is the, what neighbor we're box. Neighbor the neighbor box, the neighbor box. Feeling that, okay. The neighbor box, <laughs> the yeah. neighbor box. and, and the, we're gonna have children come out and decorate it. You know, okay. Oh, wow. Sort of plain, so they can come and write their names. So it's then all the neighbors can be part of. It's theirs. There's some yeah. ownership in yeah. there. Yeah, it belongs, it's, it's every, to, belongs, it belongs to everybody. To them. Yeah, um, I grew up in Harvey. I got mm-hmm. in a little bit of trouble. Got kicked mm-hmm. out of my first school and went to Julian for a year. Mm-hmm. So you know we know the we know Roseland and the Hunters real well. That is a powerful impact mm-hmm. to that community. Um, man, yeah. as much just double down on the good, double down on the positivity around there. That's a good thing. Yeah, everything y'all do, man, is uh, that's that's really good. We'll make sure that um, donations. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll work out a link or something like that where donations via Talented Tenth we can yeah. we can put that on the Facebook, Instagram, and all that. Yeah, yeah. This is Downer, man. We're on Downer, all up and down, Downer. Right. And uh, 
the word kind of has a negative undertone. So it's going to be upper. That's what we're going to do. Are you talking about the street wheel? <laughs> yeah, we're going to flip upper, that. This yeah. upper downer. Upper downer. <laughs> upper downer. Upper like downer. Um, yeah. Where's the church at for the listeners? Uh, the church is at 420 West Downer Place. Okay. 420. A lot of people should be able to remember 420 if you're into right. And if you're into that, you know. Yeah. 420 West Downer. And uh, social services, Talent to Tim Social Services are opening up, I think, first Friday. Yeah. 122 West Downer. Right. Sweet, 101. And uh, shout out to the web. I don't know what they're calling it now. Aurora Tap and Dan. Shout out to Dan. I think they're calling it Natalie's Place now. Natalie's Place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, keep yeah. See, I keep seeing new posts about it. Yeah, right. you can go down there and get you a, a sunshine drink Yeah, named after Natalie. I need me one. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? They, these, these are our neighbors. Shout out to Gremlin. Shout out to Criminal. Shout out to Organized Chaos and Kayla Jones. All right. Um, who do I got? Shout out Terry, uh, Super Mentor Terry Simmons. Terry super Simmons. Super Consultant. Yeah. I mean, she really is. Yeah, even though it's a, in my vision, it's a, it's for men. Uh, I definitely accept help from women. Yeah, we you need know? the help. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but they can take a break though. Right. Yeah. Don't let the brothers you know, shoulder the burden. Yeah. Let us you know? go. Let us do our thing. Just do what you've been doing. You know. We don't have to worry about cooking anymore. Right. We got it. Brothers got that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about you know being afraid to walk by yourself. Just come by Downer. It's love. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. All right. So the time is now eight fifty eight a.m. You've been listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We've been speaking with uh, Mr. Adrian Pearson. One time, on is, uh, Andre. 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 Excuse me, Andre. Um, Andre, uh, forgive me for messing up that name of my own show. Crazy. Um, the show ends on a positive note. Mm-hmm. What would you like people in Aurora to take with them today on Tuesday? Oh man, love is stronger than hate. Even though you don't know how to do it all the time right, the gesture always is accepted as love. You know, even when you say, hey, man, what you wearing them come get me pants for? Oh, that. <laughs> hey, okay. I must look good. Right. <laughs> you noticed. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> right. Just be cool. You right. Know? Be cool. Love is stronger than hate. It is, man. It is. When they throw you a little shade, you know what I'm saying? Take that shade and cool off with it. Sometimes yeah. they just probably try to, you know, keep me from getting attacked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> by how <a> woman. <laughs> um, so on behalf of Good Morning Aurora, we want to say thank you for coming on to the show. Oh, you're more than welcome. Appreciate everything that y'all are doing with on us. Appreciate talented tenth, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everything that you guys are doing, we'll do our very best to magnify that and keep keep the word yeah. spread. Yeah. Y'all. So you know, and uh, oh, we congratulations that, on the neighbor box too, man. Yeah. Oh not, yeah, thank big you, milestone. Man. I'm not thank sure if a lot of people do realize is that that's how we all met is because you're our next door neighbors over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're yeah mm-hmm. we're look, we're looking forward to more partnerships and, yeah. and uh, getting yeah. involved with us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the people going to see it, and they're going to love it, and it's going to be peace, man. Yep. Start somewhere. This is a good nucleus, too. Um, so with that, time is now 9 o'clock a.m. We, uh, you guys have been listening to Good Morning Aurora. This was a great show, a great interview. We appreciate uh, Mr. Pearson coming out with his time. We will see you guys here tomorrow morning with another great interview. 
Wait, when, when's the next event that you're having over there? Like a oh, our schedule is on for the or how can people get involved or if they want to stop by? Oh yeah, you come to 420 West Donner. If anybody want to participate or volunteer or anything, um, 420 West Donner on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, okay. From okay. three to six. Okay. Fridays from three to six. Saturdays from three to six. Wednesdays, Fridays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from three to six. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. I mean, until I get a bigger budget. Right. Hey, you know, goals, right? Yeah. <laughs> we going there. We getting there. Eating all the people. A little hungry right now. Exactly. Hey, we all, hey. Starving. Yeah. All right. So on behalf of us, on us, and talented Oh, tents, one more thing. Yeah. Facebook page. I have a Facebook. I'm not that good with social media. So no, you go. Yeah. Now I have a Facebook. Well, on us has a Facebook page, and it's just on us, right? At Facebook or whatever. We can put that link in the comments under the show, that's too, so that doing. way they can, yeah. they can find it. Yeah, we'll it. make sure they get you on the social media. And we'll, yeah, talk because about, we'll talk about that and work that out. Yep. There are some other ones that, some piggybacking systems going on. You got to have the official logo. When you see the official logo, that's us. That's the real one. That's the not the, yeah. Right, right, right. Not the Yeah, because you might lowercase and all You know, because it's always good and bad on both sides. Of the, you know, light switches. Right. So up and down. <laughs> so just be, you know, make sure you get the one with the official uh Logo on there because other ones may be sending you to some scam or something. Okay. All right. Well, this was a great show. We appreciate you guys' time coming on. We'll make sure that people get the social media links. Mm -hmm. uh, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 420 West Downer from 3 to 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. you want to volunteer, get involved, or learn more about On Us. On behalf of Good Morning Aurora, we will see you guys all tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. on the Second Largest City's First Daily News Podcast. Have a great day. Be motivated and blessed. Hey.